0: All right, uh, Dan, please act joins us. You can listen and see Dan on MLB tonight, which uh, is live before and after every LCS game and every World Series game, which means there'll be an action tonight before uh, NLCS game five. And that's where we'll start with Dan. Dan, welcome. How are you?
1: Pope, sports Pope, I'm doing good. I'm now, getting right now. If I'm out with the Sports Pope. All things are good.
0: Well, that's fine. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, tonight it's about Kershaw, and it, listen, Kershaw hasn't has had an easy ride this year. He hasn't had to carry this team on his back. It's been a very easy ride for the Dodgers. If they extend this series by beating Kershaw, I mean that's gonna that's really gonna start to damage his reputation. They need him to go out tonight and give him a game. His first game, he had a dance in Ar- against Arizona, and he still gave up four homers. Second game, he pitched five innings. I mean, how about he go out there tonight and throw himself a game?
1: I don't think it's going to happen tonight, Mike. I, I just don't. I think he he's somewhere between April and May, like just out of spring training. He missed a lot of time with that back injury. And... His ball is up in the zone, and, and there's a fine line, Mike, and, and you know this as well as I do. There's a fine line from even the great ones, Pedro, Martinez, Schilling, Smoltz. When they're just off a click, they become hittable, and and he can ill afford to leave balls up in the zone like he did. He gave up four home runs, as you touched on, in a Diamondback series, only five innings in game one of this series against the Cubs. Mike, I don't think the Cubs look at Clayton Kershaw the way they would have looked at him in April, May, June, and July. This isn't the same guy. He's still a good pitcher, but he's not a great pitcher. And he, I thought the best two pitchers— So he's go, not healthy right nah, now? I think he's healthy, Mike. I just don't think he's in midseason form. I, I think he's struggling uh, with his consistency, with his release point. Uh, the Christmas on his pitches aren't there. He's still one of the game's top pitchers. But the Clayton Kershaw we're seeing right now— I would be very surprised if he went seven innings in this game tonight. That's just from what I've seen. From what I've seen the last two, he's not in mid-season form right now. Well, he's trying to find it.
0: Let me ask this one question, though. How come there? if you go in his regular season, there is never any other kind of form? No matter when he goes to the mound, he never gets hit hard. But in the postseason, he does get hit hard. How come?
1: Uh- I think it, some of it is you know, he contributed to two bad games he had against the Cardinals for whatever reason you go back three, year, three years ago he had a couple of really nightmarish games against the Cardinals he couldn't close the deal um, last year game six he lost game six when the Cubs won the National League Championship to go into the postseason they beat Clayton Kershaw I, the, October's kind of been his, his bugaboo and I think that's what's keeping him Mike from everybody saying this guy is like the greatest pitcher of our generation and if you look at the numbers you look at the regular season if he decided tomorrow he wanted to quit he's going into the hall no of fame no question that's not even an issue that's listen
0: that's not worth discussing but listen there is a and i can give you other guys who there's a bad disparity between their regular season and their postseason i'll give you two guys who are as prominent as anybody roger clemens greg maddox they were, neither one were good postseason pitchers
1: right and on the flip side kurt Schilling, andy pettit there, there's no rhyme or reason i just know this I don't think the Cubs are fearing Clayton Kershaw right now today down three games to one like they would if this was Clayton Kershaw. I think they know he's hittable. And, and they right, some... what are you expecting tonight? I'm expecting him to get through six innings and give up three or four runs. That's wow. what I, I, That's I do. Not a lot. I, I don't. I don't think you are going to see the guy that we're. I don't think we're we're going to see the guy you're hoping you want to see. Seven innings, twelve strikeouts. Well, one I don't walk. need to
0: see that. But how about just deliver the game? I mean, I got four guys on the Yankees right now. That give me that give me seven innings, three runs. I got They're I got best. four guys who could hey, do I got that. News
1: for you. They're the best team in the postseason right now. And I said this: if they could get through that elimination game against the Twins. Tanaka's last regular season started struck out 15 Yankees. He's carried that over into the postseason. Well, their
0: starting pitching, which I'll oh, get phenomenal. to, has been just off the charts. i mean, so, out. so you're not expecting – so you think the Cubs are going to win tonight?
1: I, I think the Cubs – yeah. I, Mike, I was surprised and shocked they won last night. They look like a team ready to go home in Game 3. They were lifeless. They were listless. There was no energy. The ballpark was dead. And I think last night gave them a little bit of hope. And I think somehow, some way. They're going to find a way, and they're going to beat Kershaw tonight. I really do. I will say this. Don't be surprised if they have the lead in the sixth inning. You're going to see Kenley Jansen. He's going to pitch two innings tonight. They are unleashing that bullpen. They're not going to give Clayton. Kers- they're not going to use Kershaw like the Nationals did with Strasburg and like the Astros did with Verlander. If he gets them through six or five or six, and it starts to get that lineups turning over, they're going to get him out of there. He's not Verlander. He's not Strasburg. And he's not Scherzer right now. Mike.
0: I tell you, Ver- and Strasburg shut everybody up with that performance. Oh, I'm telling you, no the one's Dodgers- ever. Going to say a word about anybody about him again after that performance. I-,
1: I can tell you this: if I were a Dodger player, and I'm sure nobody's come out publicly and said that, bring on the Cubs because I don't think anybody wanted a piece of Scherzer or Strasburg was thrown better than anybody in the postseason. He was that good.
0: All right, we'll save the rest of the get that that series because the Dodgers are still going to win the series. They are. We know that. I agree. Okay, yes. now let's get to the let's get the to Verlander tomorrow. All right, um, is there? Yesterday, I had a very good seat, and I'd say that Keikel had good but not great stuff. He seemed to have an issue with the umpire from the get go where he wasn't getting that call on the corner that he wanted, and he was very upset with him. He fought with him the whole game. Um, he, he had a fight with him about the bird at bat. He fought with him a lot, and the Yankees did a pretty good job against him. He was okay, he wasn't wonderful. What do you expect Verlander off that maestro performance, that magical performance? How good do you think Verlander will be tomorrow? And do you think length is any—because their bullpen stinks—in length length, an issue for him tomorrow at all?
1: Yes, I I do. I I do think so, Mike. And they extended him nine innings in that Lone Star. Listen, he's not 25 years old anymore. With that said, his stuff was electric. I— 90,
0: it, it, 90 strikes, seven, was, 29 balls at one point.
1: 90-29. It, it was incredible. And he has three good pitches. And he could still get it up there 97 when he wants to. Now, he pitches around 93-94, but he can get to 97-98. His slider's good, right. his curveball's devastating, and right. he throws enough changeup. If he brings the same stuff, he's going to be tough to beat. But with that said, it looks like right now, in my opinion, I think Gary Sanchez is the best hitter in that Yankee lineup. And he's finally showing signs of waking up. And if they could get that big bat going, listen, it's not going to be easy, but it never is. The Astros are a really good team. And they're I think not it, hitting it, at all, though. I know. That's, how about that's, the
0: Yankees starting pitching? Who would, I'll tell you right now, I never would have thunk it. Who would have thunk the Yankees starting pitching would be this good? The Yankees starting pitching in this series has been off the charts.
1: It has been unbelievable. And, and one guy, I was concerned about Tanaka. Even though he struck out 15 Blue Jays in his last regular season start, and I thought the decision for when they came up with him going game one in game five and i'm thinking man he doesn't pitch all that well at home he was really good in game one he pitched terrific baseball in game one and he backed it up with uh, game five he was as good as i've seen him in a yankee uniform and pitching with a lot of emotion i'll say this mike i really think that one of these two teams either the astros or the yankees are both better than the dodgers and i think both of them will take I'll down will tell the dodgers.
0: you i disagree with you for one reason i think the yankees are really good i i think the I think the Houston bullpen is it's terrible. Bad. It's terrible. And I think that's the difference. The Dodger bullpen's good, the Yankee bullpen's good, and the Houston bats. Now, I don't know how much you want to give it to the Yankees and how much you want to give it to the Astros. I mean, look at them. It's a little They're, bit. Their bold. number 1 guy has one hit and it's a bloop single. Their number 2 guy has no hits and they've shut Altuve down since the first game. Other than Guriel, who's been good, and, 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 the, and the cleanup hit has been pretty good, uh, Korea. Other than that, the bottom of the lineup, McCann looks like he's 100 years old, and I love him, but he looks like he's 100 years old. Beltran doesn't look good. Uh, Gonzalez hasn't swung the bat at all. Bregman hasn't sc- swung the bat at all. They, have, they haven't been able to get a hit in those other slots
1: in that lineup. You know what happened to them, Mike? They got, they got, they got New York. I went to Game 3. And I was at the wild card game three years ago when they played the Astros. That place was a morgue. It was like they had it. I could not believe that that was a playoff game. It was so quiet. I went to game three. And I'm telling you, Mike, that was the first time i have been to a game in Yankee Stadium, the new one, that it felt like the old one. No, the, there was, there no, the was, noise has been good this oh, year. Mike, but they didn't the hit in games one and two either, though. Nah, they didn't. But I, I, think they, I think they were intimidated by New York. And I think even off the record, a couple of guys uh, yesterday uh, made some comments like, boy, it's tough here in New York. And I'm telling you what, they could not wait to get the hell out of New York to get back to Minute Maid. They needed to get home bad.
0: You think they'll hit tomorrow? You know, they have 21 hits in five games.
1: I do. I agree. I think they're going to hit, and I think we're going to see a Game 7 that's going to be a tremendous one. I think Berlander is going to pitch well tomorrow. I do, and I think their bats are going to wake up. They're too good of a team to have this continue. They need to get the hell out of New York and get back home. Well, tell me, what guy in that pen do you trust? I don't trust any of them. That pen's no good. Now, Ken Giles, it's one good, one bad. The one guy that I thought that they could count on would be Davinsky. And he's been really good, even though he's a righty against lefties. And he looked awful. Listen, you could go top to bottom. That entire roster dressed in orange looked shell-shocked from game three four and five they needed to get the hell out of the boogie down bad they needed to get back they needed houston so badly i can't begin to tell you if there would have been another game in new york you that would have been in the books they were going home
0: i agree with that but let's be honest they didn't hit in games one
1: and two no they didn't they got good p- pitching but i'm going to tell you this mike Sooner or later, you hope it's later, those bats are going to wake up because Springer, Correa, and Altuve are too good of a players. The Yankee pitching has been good, and they're just going to help, hope that they can do this at least for one more win because this is a good Astros team. Their Yankees pitching has made a really good offensive team look bad. But credit to Yankees pitching. It's been really good.
0: The Yankees pitching, is, and their starting pitching, we know their bullpen's good. We know that. And they're, and they're deep. But their start, but the Yankees' starting pitching has been sensational. And the guy that surprised me the most, we're talking with Dan Pleszak, I have to admit is Sabathia. I didn't think Sabathia could get it to this level. I really didn't. He's been unbelievable.
1: You know what he is? He's a winner. And, and I said this, and people on MLB Network said, are you out of your mind? If they would have started him in the wild card game instead of Luis Severino, I will tell you this, Mike. He will manage a game, and if it gets to a game seven, I guarantee you he won't have the game lost by the fifth or sixth inning. Now, they might not win. But I will tell you this: it won't be five to nothing. It won't be six to nothing. That guy figures out a way. He single-handedly carried the Brewers to the postseason. He helped the Yankees win a World Championship. The guy's a winner, and he's figured out a way. And Mike, you can trust him. And you ask any manager when it gets to October: what is the biggest thing that you need from your pitchers, whether it's starters or relievers? You need trust, and they have trust in CC, and deservedly so. He finds a way to keep them in a the game.
0: You trust Verlander
1: tomorrow? Mentally? Do I trust him? Yes. Yeah, this guy, Mike, this isn't his first rodeo. He's going to be pitching back at home. The crowd's going to be on his side. He feeds off this. I think he feeds off the emotion. He gets what's at stake. I think this is the one guy that the trade, when he he likes to be front and center, he likes to be the guy, he likes all the eyes on, on top of him, Expect him to pitch well tonight. tomorrow. If the Yankees beat him, they're not going to clobber him. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Expect him to pitch well.
0: We're talking with Dan Plisic. I I didn't see uh, anybody that was trying to light a fire under the Astros. I don't know who their guy is who does that. I don't know if Beltran's their guy or what guy. And he's not a very outspoken guy to begin with. I don't know who that leader of that team is, but they need somebody to kickstart that team. That team is the kind of shell shock right now. I I couldn't agree with you, and you know what? And they looked. So, just, they came in cocky in Game they Three. Did, right? they, they did. They, they, they thought they in. were going to win easy. I they think did. they did, and, uh, and I think the Indians did too. And I think the Yankees stunned them both times. Remember, they're down two nothing both games.
1: Think about think about this, Mike. Thirty six hours ago. The Astros were up two games to yeah. one, and they were winning four to nothing going yeah. into the sixth well. That's because their bullpen is terrible. Right. Yes. And we were like, "This is over. I can't believe this good Yankee team. They're going home." And thirty minutes later, all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom! It's six to four bombers. All of a sudden, it's like, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. And, and you, I can y- tell you
0: right now, I didn't think it was over. I thought they'd hit that bullpen. When I thought it was over was when it was two nothing to Cleveland. I thought it was over because I, I thought too. Carrasco, I, I, gonna, I thought Carrasco would pitch a great game, and he did. It's just that Tanaka pitched a better game.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. You're, you're right on the money.
0: Yes. But, the, the, you know, the Yankees have stunned these teams at Yankee Stadium, I agree. But the amazing thing is how well the Yankees have pitched. They've pitched better than they pitched all year. they pitched great in this series.
1: And I think the, and the, the one guy that you had to worry about, right, Severino can't get out of the first inning of the game against the Twins. So you're wondering, you know, what the hell is going to happen to him when he goes to Cleveland, right? Is he going to be able to adjust? He was terrific. I mean, he was... I couldn't believe how good he was. And C.C. Sabathia, the guy that has shocked me, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't sure because Tanaka's been one good, one bad, and I got the 15-inning strikeout performance against the Blue Jays the last week. But I wanted to see it to believe it. But the guy that I've seen so far, and you know what's going to be interesting, Mike, to see what he does? He has an opt-out in his contract after the season. He can't so opt-out. I don't know what they'll, he's going to they'll do. They'll
0: never pay. You know what, if I'm his agent? Keep the money, sixty-three million for that's three years. Yes. No one's going to pay him that. He's got a shaky arm. He wasn't that good this year, as you said. Now he's pitched well down a stretch. You know what? I take this. Keep the sixty-three million for three years. Then now, worry about it.
1: Yeah, th- this is the problem. It's a real thin pitching market right now. Even though you, Darvish, is about the biggest name that's out there, there's not a lot of free agent pitching that's out there. Mike, and his stock is going to the moon right now. If he gets a chance to pitch again, oh, look out! I, mean, I don't think anyone will pay him
0: more than twenty-two, twenty-one, twenty to a year, though. Oh, huh?
1: Mike, what we've seen in baseball right now, the way that they're throwing out money and the way that teams look at players and look at metrics, the days of you and I looking for a horse that wants to pitch 220 innings and can he go out there 35 times, they'd rather have 25 really good starts and put a guy on a DL two times on the 10-day DL and skip a guy starts. Well, that's it, him. That's that, him, that, you know. And that's probably how he needs to be treated. You know what?
0: That's him. He needs, to, he needs time Amen. between starts. He's, he's not durable. That's his thing. Exactly. And he was hot and cold this year. He's been great in the postseason. I agree with you. But I'll tell you, I wouldn't pay him over $20 million a year. And that's what he's making next year, 22, I think, a year for the next three years. We're talking with Dan Pleasac. Who do you think has a better soup-to-nuts bullpen, Yankees or Dodgers? Yankees. Who has a better staff, Yankees or Dodgers? Yankees.
1: Yankees are the best. You're asking me, and, and listen, everybody at MLB Network thought I was crazy. I was worried about the playing game, and after the first inning when it was 3 nothing against the You Twins, thought they'd beat the Indians? Yeah, I did. You thought they'd I beat did. the Indians when yeah, they were down 2 love? You I, thought I, they'd I, beat no, the no, Indians? No. no, I thought they could beat the Indians, but I didn't think they were going to beat the Indians down 0-2. But I thought going into it, I was one of the few on MLB.com that picked the Yankees. I picked the Yankees to get to the World Series. I'm going to tell you Why? They have just enough young star power. I'm going to tell you, you can say what you want. I know Aaron Judge strikes out, and I know Gary Sanchez has struggled, but I'm going to tell you what, if they get hot, and it looks like they are, and Todd Frazier's going to strike out, but he's also, he's, done, hit he's, a he's been over. good. He's, he's, you know what, and he's really also
0: good. given them a and, lot
1: of spark. He really and, and has. You know what, Mike, this team, this is the, I've been out here since 2009, since the MLB network started, and this is the first Yankee team that I can actually say that if I weren't a Yankee fan and I was just watching a game, they're an easy bunch of guys Yeah, they're likable. Like, they're likable. They yeah. Plus, they're, they're underdogs.
0: Young. The Yankees are never underdogs. Yeah. Think about and this. How, think about going down two love twice in a row against 100-win teams and coming back.
1: Amen. The, uh, Mike, they're real good, and I think finally when America wakes up and sees how good they are, now with that said – I, I, I was I am still shocked at how well Tanaka has pitched. Oh yeah, I mean, he, listen. He doesn't surprise me. The bullpen doesn't surprise me at all because the bullpen is lights out. Tommy Canely, he has turned himself into weapon. Think about this, and they're doing this without their who they thought was their best weapon. Batansis he's a non-factor. I don't think you'll see him. No, he's in complete, any game remotely close. Not he might even Might not beat on beyond the World Series You know what? If they get
0: there, if he is, he's there as an ornament because yes. he's not going to pitch. I I, 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 I agree. agree with you. And listen, I think that's the story of the, of the postseason is how well the Yankees starting pitchers have pitched. They didn't pitch this well all year except for Severino, and they've pitched lights out in the postseason.
1: Yes, and they're a good team. And, and I don't know if they're going to win tomorrow because I think Verlander, but I think if you go now, you go to a Game 7, and you have CC Sabathai matching up with their pitching. Who,
0: let me ask this. Who would you pitch if you're Hinch, who I think has done a bad job this series, but who, do you think he, who, do you, who would you pitch if you're Hinch? <laughs>
1: You know what? They're who, surprised me, hasn't pitched a lot. Peacock really pitched some good baseball for them down the stretch. I'm going to have to guess they're going to go to Charlie Morton. See, that I'm that pitching like where they're going to go. I'm starting McCullough's. Now, that, can his elbow bounce back? Listen, I don't care. Let him go as yeah, long as he
0: can for as hard as he can. The Yankees didn't touch him.
1: He was good, wasn't he? he was electric. And he took him out too early. He did. But, you know what? It was, it was probably a, as many pitches as he had thrown in three yeah, or four months. Yeah, but you know months. what?
0: Don't you let – listen, you're a pitcher. Don't you yeah. let your eyes tell you he, he – he gave up a home run. Yeah, That's the, the front... first hard hit baller from the whole
1: game. Let him, let him, let somebody else hit another one, Mike. It's a different game. It's metrics. It's scouting. It's people that are telling you pitches one through six. Use your guys... eyes. I get it, Mike. But they've also got a medical team that said, "Listen, he's coming off of some elbow and neck injury." So listen, they're trying to protect a young guy. They want to win, but protect a young guy too. What's going to be interesting to me, not flipping back, is what do the Cubs do tonight? Wade Davis threw forty-eight pitches. If they're winning by a run, who do they use in the ninth? They have to pitch them tonight, don't
0: they? Listen, they pitch anybody they can pitch. They do it even even pitch Madden tonight. Do Whatever you got to do to win the game, it doesn't make any difference. Tonight, you do anything you can to just extend the – when you're that far down and you're trying to come back, you throw the kitchen sink at them. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. There's nothing Uh, you can do at that point. I agree with you. And that's it. But here's where Hinch was so bad. Number one, McCullers was – it was lights out. Let him go until you see at least another hard hit ball. I'll give you that. And I understand he's been hurt. Then he had a chance after Headley pinch hits for Romine. He could have turned him around with Liriano to his weak side, and then had a lefty for for Gardner and for 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 uh, for Didi. Instead, he doesn't go near Liriano. I thought he had a terrible inning. I really he did.
1: did. He did. And 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 I think that entire Houston organization i'm telling you that game that game 5 they they look like they, they from top to bottom the players the pitchers the manager the dugout if if you looked at that pan shot it looked like a deer in a headlights like they the New York Yankees, Yankee Stadium, the Big Apple, it all came crushing down on the Astros and I agree with you. I think their confidence is rattled right now. They're going to they are so leaning on that right arm of Justin Absolutely. Verlander. Absolutely. That's all and, that's left between them. Right, exactly.
0: Hey, listen, but here's the one catch then. If if Verlander delivers and he's their only hope tomorrow is Verlander. The rest of those guys could go to the movies in the bullpen. It's about him tomorrow. Yes. If he comes through they will be a far different team in Game 7. I agree. And that'll he, be a tough game. It's hard when no one's broken through.
1: He, he's their identity. It's right hard because,
0: he, it, but it's hard to win Game 7 on the road when no one's broken through the whole series. It's nah, very but hard.
1: But, but you know what? This is a real good Yankees team, Mike. I'm telling you, don't forget this. This is a real good Yankees team. That, listen, they beat a real good team to get here in the Cleveland Indians. A lot of people. They did, fought, but
0: Kluber fell apart. Yeah,
1: he did. But you know what? Give some credit to the Yankees too, right? I mean, this is a good team. Well, was he
0: hurt or was he not hurt?
1: I, I don't think we. Uh, you know what? We're gonna. You know, what we saw. We saw Corey Kluber like what we've seen with Clayton Kershaw, a guy that's healthy enough to pitch but not mid-season real good form. That's what I think that, you're going to Now, they've tonight.
0: whispered that that's why he didn't start Game 1 right? and bad that he back. had a bad back. You buy, you buy that, or is it just an after-the-fact excuse? Uh,
1: no, I buy it. I buy it. I, I think, there, listen, there is no way in hell you start a series against the New York Yankees and you throw Trevor Bauer in Game 1. I don't care what Terry Francona says... All his logic, if I don't use him in one, I'll have him ready for five. That is, I think you, me, and everybody else were like, Trevor Bauer in game one? Wow. Because the Trevor Bauer we saw in game four was the guy we thought we were going to see in game one, right? Yep. like and, you don't know what you can trust with Bauer. And Frank got away with it being up 2-0. But listen, the Corey Kluber that you saw is the Clayton Kershaw I think you're going to see. So tonight. you're saying Good, that Kershaw's
0: not, not 100%. I think- Will he be a hundred percent if they play the World Series or no?
1: No. I, I think he needs the offseason. He, he missed too much time in August and September. And listen, you can't just three or four starts. And he's a power guy. He's not a finesse guy. He's not Greg Maddox. He's not Tom Glavin. He doesn't rely on sinking it, cutting it, changing speeds. He's not Jimmy Key. He's not Mike Mussina. He needs the 94-95 to make that curveball and to make that cutter. And he doesn't have it consistently, Mike. That's just my take.
0: Thanks, Dan, very much. You got it, Mike. All right, Dan, please act.